Lost Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Taz, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Vote with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26 sort of war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Ugly models talking about. What's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. One of your hosts, I'm Dev McMillan. I'm at the round table with my brother. Got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. Yes, sir. We'll be back with us next week. Look, man, we it's Jim, it's been almost a week because all of this stuff dropped like immediately after you guys did the show on the 4th of July, but as we all know, the co-wietest player, y'all like what I did there, the co-wietest player ah. in the NBA made the loudest noise this offseason. And I think it's pretty much reached the entire league. I don't know, that might be hyperbole, but it, it's done something that we're going to talk about. We're going to discuss that move, uh, the effect it has on the rest of the league, along with everything else happening in the world of sports. So make sure y'all keep it locked with your homies right here for the next two. And if you want to get in on the conversation all you got to do is sign up right now to the JW Philly Realty chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you could join us on Facebook, Twitter, War Room Sports, Game Time app, wherever. Um, you can also call us directly in about five minutes when we open up the Digital Extreme Tech hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Before we get started, of course, we got to give some shout outs, you know, to, to all the other homies on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Shout out to the mayor after further review. The homies over at Tissue and the Tape. Uh, if you're a hip-hop head, even though, man, I was listening to Tissue and the Tape today, Jimmy, the, the latest episode. These dudes had me about to take a three-hour trip down to the Hampton Roads area to get some grub. Like, it, it started out yeah. like it was uh, John Appetit or something. Shout out to the Burtons hashtag, with John Appetit if you're a foodie. Fat Boy Delight. D- damn right. They was definitely on their Fat Boy joint and I'm sitting here listening like waiting to hear about some hip hop but I got into a groove with that conversation I was a little upset when they stopped talking about the grub but shout out to those guys shout out to John Appetit the real show for the foodies with the Burton shout out to the Broad Street line uh, Roy and Chris what up and then you got uh, our football guru Fred Purdue with his college football show Quick Slants and his NFL show uh, cover two that's along with myself so look man we're about to get into all of this um we're not live on the air y'all know y'all can check out archive episodes of our show and the shows on our network at the hub warroomsports.com uh the mobile app warroomsports.com just look that up uh on ios and android um itunes tune in stitcher spreaker everywhere you can hear a podcast diagnabit we're probably there yo Got to ask you something real quick, Jim, because I know this was like breaking, pressing, huge news last week as well. And I didn't get to talk to you, brothers. But um, what's your thoughts on Black Mermaids? <laughs> because Black Mermaids Yo. has been a, a huge topic in on Earth this past week. What you think about Black Mermaids? Yo, it definitely, ha- Yo, it definitely <laughs> has. Well, well, 
first things first, I'll pop up. But, yo, first things first, uh, you mentioned the grocery line, and I, I forgot to mention this. Um, On July 28th, they're going to do, like, a live podcast yes, at sir. the Philly Podfest on South Street. Um, Definitely be in the building. I, they, they invited me to come out and talk some issue with them. Uh, so that's Sunday, July 28th. So make sure y'all come check us out, 530 South Street for y'all cats in Philly. And this is information you're only going to get on their show and our show, because I'm pretty sure they don't want to spread this too much. But the brother said if you go up to them after the show and, you know, tell them that you heard it on one of these shows that they were going to buy you a drink, they'll buy you a drink. So that I'm not telling y'all to go get yes, 16 of your friends and go up to them and buy a drink. <laughs> Um, and remember, that's yes, the fellas from the Broad Street line. You go up to ask Jimmy for a drink, he yeah, might yeah. flip you off or something. I'm going to get you some so, water. <laughs> but, yo, um, <laughs> yeah, I just want to put that out there because you just mentioned it. Back to this Black Mermaid thing, man. Like, to me, I actually enjoyed it. It's, I mean, you know, it's 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 it's, uh, it's white teens, but, you know, at the same time, the memes that came out of it gave me great <laughs> pleasure and joy. It made me uh, feel oh, so yeah. happy to be a part of uh being part of the internet culture in 2019 because I thought that was kind of hilarious, but the whole argument in itself is just a joke. Like, are we seriously like getting upset at a mer- um, it's a mermaid, beloved? Not even, that's, not that's real. Not, that's not real. <laughs> like, that's not real. Like, it really doesn't matter what color the mermaid is. And and then, like, I forgot there was another movie where somebody was going to play like an alien or something. Maybe it was some kind of superhero movie, some kind of animated, some cartoon. I don't know. I forgot what it was, but people were were upset about that, that a black girl was going to, like, voice a green alien. They like they said that was supposed to be a white person. Like, this this stuff is yeah, crazy. Is I mean, voice, I know they so go crazy. Like, certain things people consider classic. I'm not going to act like I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have a lot of movies like we keep telling people, yo, don't touch stuff like uh, Coming America. Um, and, and they're supposed to do a sequel, not necessarily a remake. So, you know, if it's a sequel. They can't mess with it too much. But, you know, I, I, I'd be up in arms if they did a remake to Coming to America and, you know, yo, the prince was from Europe and I all that kind of trash, stuff. But I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't get upset though, cause I just wouldn't go. I wouldn't support it. Like, right? That's just, my whole thing with a lot of stuff. Like, serious. yo, just don't support it. But, but, but certain stuff it go it, like it's easy. Like we are talking about a live action version of an animated movie. We are talking about like mythical creatures. Like a mermaid is not real. So I don't know, man. And and these are adults though. Like first of all, these are children's movies. <laughs> Not that we can't go see him because I just finished rocking out to Atlanta a couple weeks ago, but you know. But still, like I'm not gonna go there. All I want to say, complain. like, it's, it's weird, man. It's, it's all so I want to say, man. But, but it's Disney America. Moving the <laughs> no, shout to Disney for moving the needle one way or another, man. Because in 2019, it's all about attention. You know, that's, right. that's the that's the newest drug out there. You know what I mean? Attention, attention. Everybody's talking cash. trash. They're gonna, no. they're gonna go see it anyway. They're gonna act like they're gonna see it, so they yeah. can complain about it. But Disney still but gonna get my that point. money. My point is, my point is, in, in in this country, in this beautiful country that we are in, you just don't have like, yo, you have a choice. Don't support it. And some will say, well, it's also <laughs> my choice to complain. It is, but you look corny. But you can't complain online. <laughs> but you do look corny though. I just can't. I, I, even, I just can't muster up enough energy to like fight one way or another. I just want to laugh at the memes, like. And I don't even remember, but I'm pretty sure they were super up in arms when when they did the remake to Annie and she was black. 
<laughs> the funny yeah. thing is, though, if, if you really want to get into it, like the history of Hollywood has been crazy because, you know, they weren't playing in when Elizabeth Taylor was playing Egyptian, Egyptian queens and, you know, stuff like that. When you look at every movie they make about Egypt, everybody looks like Europeans and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, y'all weren't complaining about that yes, kind of do. stuff. But as soon as one of your characters Listen, man. changes skin tone, then we, we got I this mean, huge problem. They try to make Jesus white. Try to make Jesus yeah. white. But my whole thing yeah. is, I, I don't, but even with that, all right, cool. You want to have your white Jesus? Go have your white Jesus. I just don't have to support yeah. it. Like the whole thing of being up in arms about a lot. Yeah, with all the issues that we have going on in the world today, um, and we have serious issues. Um, immigration reform. Uh, we're talking about reparations. We're talking mm-hmm. about like you know. Um, we're talking about slavery still existing in the form of prison. We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about the president oh, of the United kind of States. Like, Sexual misconduct with yeah, like twenty chicks. We're talking about mis- <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the right the right to do something with your body in terms of abortion. We're talking about these kind of things um, yeah, that are serious issues. We're talking about poverty. We're talking about the, uh, the racial wealth gap. We're talking about the the wealth gap in general. I can't get mad about no damn mermaid. <laughs> Man, you're tripping. I just wanted to, you know, just wanted to bring that up, get your opinion on that, because it, it was it was amazing to me, like how big that was in the news, and you know, it's brought up people creating pages, not my Ariel, and it, it's brought out the races. Of course, you know they've been saying crazy stuff. Um, I've seen them put her picture next to a gorilla, a monkey, all that kind of stuff, which is crazy because uh, Holly Bailey. Is she old enough for me to say what I'm about to say? Because she's a beautiful chick. She's a beautiful Yo, girl. I, I do watch I, I Blackish. Don't know, so I think maybe the, let's, uh, let's play proceed with caution. So I don't know. <laughs> she, she should be legal enough for me to compliment, but she's a very pretty girl. So, you know, y'all can keep the, the, the monkey and the gorilla photos and all that stuff. You're tripping. But no, you're right. The memes have been hilarious because black people, we just, we just the hate with comedy like oh y'all y'all complaining don't make us take over this movie and they've been showing memes with traditionally white movies with black cast and they have been spectacular <laughs> yeah what yeah. up skyview internet the chat room. what's going on brother all right well look man let's get into some hot topics let's get into some sports topics like we said in the intro the nba landscape has taken Man, it, it's changed in the past week or so. So we're going to talk about that for a little while. And these hot topics are brought to you by my bookie. For all you degenerate gamblers out there, let's talk a minute about how much money you can make betting on sports at my bookie. You, you know what's going on. I mean, you, you guys are sports fans. You're here with us. I mean, we got MLB action going on every night in addition to, you know, everything else that's popping up. And I got Wimbledon going on right now. So if you still haven't checked out my bookie, I still what you guys are waiting for, man. Go lay down some money on some of these big games. You can join us and a whole lot of other people online placing bets at mybookie.ag. If you're tired of getting a runaround from the services that you already use, or if you're tired of getting ass bet by your friend, <laughs> we can j- just join my bookie. When you win, they pay. No hassles. You're pretty much wasting your time doing it anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting. 
so you can place wages after the game start, prop bets, all that kind of stuff. So join now, and my bookie will match your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use promo code WARROOM, all caps, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, get paid. All right, like we said in the intro, and like everybody's been talking about all week, Kawhi Leonard, uh, <laughs> he proved, first of all, he proved a lot of pundits wrong because in the 23rd hour of this whole thing, a lot of people were saying the Los Angeles Clippers were out. <laughs> Broussard has been taking a lot of heat this week. and He's been defending himself on his particular uh, radio show for the entirety of the week. But Kawhi chooses the Clippers, but he didn't just choose the Clippers. He's bringing a friend with him because evidently he had talked to Paul George. Paul George requested a trade from the OKC Thunder, who he had just signed a max deal with uh, the prior season. Um, OKC has obliged him. (laughs) They're getting five draft picks back from the Los Angeles Clippers. And 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 some more people will tell you the the exact um, details of the the deal in a few seconds. But uh, Jim, like, what did you think you saw? I mean, I know we have our chat and everything, and I know everybody was on Kawhi Watch. We were trying to watch some some uh, some NBA Summer League at the time, but kind of knew the city was at any minute. There was earthquakes going on out in California. <laughs> Vegas summer league games were getting postponed, getting canceled. It was a wild time <laughs> a week ago when this all happened. What were your thoughts, especially mixed in with the fact that you're a Lakers fan and, and the Lakers had seemed to be the front runners um, for a while there? What were your thoughts when you when you heard this news? Yo, Funny thing is, I wasn't really shocked with the Kawhi news. The what the thing that had me in shock was the Paul George thing, um, because I was watching the summer league and like um, my wife saw it first um, on, on like a, a notification on the phone. She was like, "Paul George and Kawhi to the Clippers," and I, I you know, I'm not trying to sound like a massage. So I was like, "You read it? You don't know what you're talking about." Shut up. He ain't nowhere. I know what I'm talking about. Ladies, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, yo, go make me a sandwich. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but, but I was like, yo, you got to be reading that wrong. She was like, no. So then, you know, the news broke, and I'm like, how did that? How did that happen? Like right. him going to the Clippers didn't really shock me, but the the the, the power move of getting PG thirteen is the one that had me like, wow. I was like, go ahead. Go ahead to your little Clippers, you know, like the like the upset lady said. Go ahead to your little Clippers team. Uh-huh. Um, but that that to me was shocking. And shout out to Uncle Dennis, man. Uncle Dennis is a power player in the league, and I don't even know what he looked like. Nah. Um, Uncle Dennis and Rich Paul run the NBA. <laughs> yo, Uncle Dennis needs to get some clients. So, so like news comes out after the fact, and from what I I, I read today, that Doc Rivers, as recent as um the day he signed. Um, that I can't hear you. Here we go. Come on now. Can y'all hear us in the chat room? Himself. All right, there he is. I could, you went out for a minute, Jim. <laughs> oh, you know why? Cause you said um, Doc Rivers as recently as the day he signed, and then you went out. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. I, I, my 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 um my microphone went out because I got one of them 
them flash flood warnings. Anyway, um, Doc Rivers, as recent as the same day he signed, that evening, a couple hours before he signed, was texting friends and telling people, like, yeah, I think he's probably going to go to the Lakers. And next thing you know, he and the Clippers and how the whole thing played out. What I find interesting is, and I heard about KD doing this too, these players not only are making decisions like that, but they're not even telling the teams. They said Brooklyn found out KD was going to Brooklyn when KD said he was going to Brooklyn. He never called him and told him. Right. So Now, I, I did hear a lot of reports. And I'm I'm wondering if Brooklyn is saying that because of another story we'll talk about a little later. You know, Adam Silver is feeling some type of way that, you know, the, how fast these reports are coming out of people signing um, when the free agency period started. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes. I'm, I'm like you. I wasn't really shocked. I mean, I did. You You started to think because, you know, all of the pundits who claim to have all these sources and all of that you know, started to say that the Clippers were in third place. They didn't have much of a shot. I still held in the back of my mind. I'm sitting here wondering what kind of dude Kawhi is. And I'm like, would he really sign with the Lakers, like, and be a part of the LeBron legacy schedule? And, you know, especially since he's sitting on top of the basketball world right now, like, that would be weird to me. And 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 from all reports, he didn't necessarily not sign there because of that. Um, but the whole thing with the, you know, going to the Clippers, we kind of know that's where he wanted to be all along. You know, I don't know if yeah. that was because LeBron signed in, you know, Lakerland last year. But, you know, all kinds of reports came out throughout the past year. Like, he grew up, he wasn't even a Laker fan, yada, yada, yada. The Clippers had a good chance of getting him. Um, and he ended up making the move. So, like you said, I wasn't really shocked with, where he went, I personally thought, even though the pundits were saying Lakers, 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 I thought he was going to end up signing back in Toronto and maybe doing a short deal like he ended up doing with the Clippers. I would have made them the favorites myself. I, I definitely would have uh, pegged him to going back to Toronto. I thought the Lakers yeah. was a long shot. And the funny thing is, I said in our group chat, and I told I told people when I said it, I said, he'll save the file. Once Broussard said – um, the Clippers are out. Is no like it's, it's between the Lakers and Toronto. I was like, you all know what that means. Save the file. He's going always to wrong. And I said it. Oh, yeah, I said it. Trolling. I remember you said that. Say it trolling, <laughs> he definitely did. But you know, but at the end of the day, I thought personally, I thought he was just going to sign back with the Raptors and run it back. But um, because I didn't see this PG move. Like, who could have predicted this? Right. Right. And that, like I said, like you. That was the shocking part of it. You're like, all right, Kawhi was going to make a decision. It was going to be between three teams. Okay, it's really nothing to be surprised about. But damn, how the hell did he get a dude that's under contract? <laughs> Tell me that wasn't yeah. tampering. <laughs> he get a dude under contract yeah. under a damn max that he signed last year. I don't even, I don't even know what tampering means no more. Out. What does tampering mean in 2019? There's um, no such thing, man. It's obviously yeah, no such that, thing. That's the crazy part. Like I, that, that right there, like blew my mind. But you know, it's funny how like um, you have the one perception of Kawhi, like what kind of guy is he? Like if he sounds with the Lakers, to me, I thought the same thing. But in thinking that, the way my brain works is, I'm like, all right, Kawhi would sound with the Lakers because Kawhi literally doesn't care what anyone thinks about him. Right, and which is why all three so, of the teams probably had a shot at it. 
because Kawhi don't. Yeah, I, I thought I thought Kawhi would take that route and be like, look, you know, Kawhi's about his low management game. Uh, shot to the body, well, but he's about his low management game. And and you brought up Uncle Dennis. The greatest thing about Uncle Uncle Dennis is in the social media era with twenty four hour news cycles, this dude can keep a secret and he can get that yeah. secret kept on all channels because you know people can say what they want, but until he made that decision, like like you just said, Doc Rivers claimed to not even know he was going to make that. Decision. Yeah. So these dudes can keep. The hell out of a secret, and that's that's different in today's uh, yo Kawhi today's time. So I'm he sitting, does everything different, right? So what you're saying, how Kawhi is just different like that? Like I wouldn't be surprised if we find out two months from now that Kawhi Leonard took a meeting with the the Atlanta Hawks or somebody <laughs> and seriously considered him, <laughs> yo, because he is just that weird of a dude. Group chat. Tobias <laughs> said that if Uncle Dennis was representing AD, the Lakers would have got that done last year. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he they would have got it done, and we wouldn't have known anything about it until it happened. Like with the Listen, with man, that whole deal, Kawhi, we knew Kawhi every is, offer the Lakers made, and every time they revised it, we much. knew all of that. Everything leaked. Yo, Kawhi, oh, dude, Kawhi is just a different dude altogether. Like his whole everything is just different. Like the way he moves is different. Everything's different, man. The boy ain't from here, man. He's from a different. He's from a he's a from a different era, he'd been here before, and he's like, you know, reincarnated, or he's just an alien, man. But he's just a different dude, man. Um, so what do you, what do you think, but, Jimmy, this does for the league as far as balance is concerned? Because, you know, I, I was of the thought, had he gone to the Lakers, even though it would have been difficult for them to fill out their, their roster, it's, it, it would be pretty much like, okay, barring anything negative with their health, this, this team is winning another ring. And I, it, so, it would have just been so and, sad. You know, me, and this me seems and you to balance it really out for me. It kind, of, but it, that's to me. That's just that's just appearances. Like to me, like me and you have never agreed on it. Like the whole super teaming thing, because I don't think that it matters one way or another. Like even with even in this era where we have quote unquote super teams, like how many NBA champions have we had the past decade? Like yeah. no, I mean really that's changes in terms of. Yeah, so to me, I don't think it really balances anything out because if anything else, if anything else, not at East is weak. Cause now I mean, you know, for so me, the biggest thing for me was, first of all, it's already too many teams. And being somebody that tries to watch as much hoops as possible, it's just less – I mean, and I, really, I guess you could look at that as a positive these days because that's less stuff I got to watch. <laughs> but, but, you know, my thing yeah. was always it just takes – Every year when somebody does this, it takes another team just out of the mix of being watchable. So my, my beef has always been from an entertainment standpoint. And of course, the Sunday games, the national TV games, the Thursday games, all that stuff is going to be entertaining because they're going to keep putting these diesel teams up against each other for us to watch. Yeah, but, but at the same time, we're also in an era where, um, and, and getting back to uh, Tobias' point, where we have load management as being part of the culture of the league. And mm-hmm. it used to be when they first started doing this, cats were still playing the big games. They don't even care about that no more. They'd be like, oh, it's a big matchup, such and such for such and such. Oh, he's sitting now. You done wasted a grand on them tickets, uh, consumer. Yeah, um, like but, that's um, a real thing now. Like, But for me, and not even just what I just said, though, I still just think it's, it's – if Kawhi goes to play with LeBron and AD, I just think that's soft. You know, I'd have called him all kinds of names. And I'm not totally letting to, uh, Kawhi off the hook anyway because – 
it's not like he just went and signed with the Clippers because apparently, from what reports say, he would have signed with the Lakers had he not gotten that Paul George thing done. So, yeah. you know, I you know I'm, I can't, you know, I gotta be I gotta be consistent with mine. But there's levels to this. Yeah, we all I, know I, what I think about I, LeBron. Then we know what I think about KD. This this doesn't hit the. Yeah. the it doesn't register and I'm like those. Two, my things too. I don't. I don't mind the super teams. I really don't mind the super teams because, um, to me, it, it just it doesn't change anything. There's still only a handful of teams, even right now with everything we said. There's a handful of teams that could win a chip. It is what it yeah. is. But, and there's no guarantee. But I mean, me, Miami thought they were going to run but, off six or seven, and they and they got two. Not one, but I still not think it's soft. But to me, I mean, y'all, y'all do to me, it. I don't. I don't, I don't even, but I don't even think that it's soft. To me, the only one to me that really, uh, Paul's rubbed me the wrong way was the KD one, and that's because of how it went down in yeah. terms of him losing that three-one lead and then like jumping on the set. To me, that was like that that was charming. Like LeBron John didn't bother me, and even a Kawhi John. Like, because to me, Kawhi was at a point now where like, what else I got to prove? Like at this point, I'm just gonna go have fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. After what he did to win the championship, I felt like he could have did anything he wanted to at that point because even what he did is different than what KD did. Like, he's won one as the man already. KD really hasn't. Um, That's the thing, though. There's – for every instance, there's going to be different circumstances. That's why it's, like, levels to us because people are going to talk about it a different way. I still think – you know me. The the player I've compared to Kawhi Leonard the most in the NBA in their whole careers was Paul George. So I'm like, you know, all right, he went and grabbed this dude. That's one less dude he got to go against at the same position because they went and teamed up together. Right, fine. And Paul but, George, and Paul George, yeah. he just like he just admitting that he's a beta male. He's like, who's yeah, gonna yeah, lead yeah, me yeah. this time? Okay, yeah. Russ, now I'm going with Kawhi. This was, <laughs> soft, dude. This, this was like, oh, you going to you going to the Clippers? All right, let me let me try to get out of this then. Like, damn, Paul, like he got no pride. But yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it is. What so it is. But I think this move more than some of the other ones kind of balanced it out more because even though people were automatically giving the Clippers, you know, the chip or, or or the Lakers the chip, I don't necessarily think it's like that. You know what I mean? The fact that those two yeah. are there, you got some other tough teams in the West that nobody's talking about anymore. They were talking about them a week ago, a week and a half ago, until, you know, this happened, and then the Lakers put their their roster together. You got some good teams in the East. Um, it was very short-lived. The East's reign on the top was shorter than leprechauns because, you know, yeah. everybody was talking how deep the East was becoming, and now people are only talking about two teams again, um, which is probably Yo, but to me, that to me, other and teams to me, are going to have something to say about balance. that. Right. To me, it's still not balanced because the West Coast is like whoever. But another quick question um, um, coming off of that point. I was looking at the West yesterday, and I'm like, all right, so Lakers, Clippers, everybody done pegged them in for the Western Conference Finals except me and you. Because, I, I, listen, man, Denver, you talking about that life. Denver was right, coming so now, up. So now, Utah let's, made let's some take, great let's moves. Take Denver, let's take Denver, Utah, right? That's yeah. two. Lakers, Clippers is four. Houston is five. Um, Damn, man, I didn't even think about Houston, who, Portland. All right, so who we? What who I'm made it to the Western is, Conference Finals? <laughs> do the Warriors? Where do the Warriors fall into this? With, Damn, with, we didn't say nothing about the Warriors. The Warriors. I talked about this with a neighbor yesterday. The Warriors are totally—they they are being totally disrespected right now. Um, so that's my thing. 
do they do they do they ball out of control because no one's really like paying attention to them, or do they fall out of the playoffs? I don't see them falling out. But what I you know I, what they don't have room for though is all the Steph injuries, all the load management. They ain't got they ain't got room or time for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think D'Angelo Russell is a good fit over there. I I personally, to me, it seems a hundred percent in my mind. Once Clay comes back healthy enough. You know, they're going to try to trade him. Maybe not this season, but they're going to try to trade him. There's no way. The lineup is just too small. Like, you got you got Steph, D'Angelo, Clay Thompson, and Draymond that have to start. You got Draymond playing the four or the five, and he ain't no damn taller than Clay Thompson, barely. Like, yeah. there's a lot of good stuff they can do offensively, but who are you going to guard with that lineup? <laughs> So I, I don't <laughs> see the Russell up, they should have picked up Taco. <clears throat> I know somebody better go out there and get top. You know they're balling for Boston, and I'm a little upset that you know Boston might end up with him. But I mean they're gonna throw him in yeah. there and and let him block and beat shots all over now, the place. You also got the Spurs still, and yeah. we didn't mention yeah. Portland. You got Sacramento, who's supposed to be on the come up every year. <laughs> I saw the right, so improvement. Now, I don't so now, know if they're ready to get into the playoffs now that everybody. So now we got, cool. we got, but we got Portland. Portland just went to the Western Conference Finals, right? Went to the Western so we still Conference got Portland. Finals. So where do Pete. they fit in? And I, and I, I mean, for those listening, I, I want y'all to call in and let me know where do you think the Warriors fit in? Like, what, what's going to happen with the Warriors? Right. You know what I'm saying at, at this moment. Or do y'all think that the Clippers and Lakers are just being handed stuff? They're being, you know, too hyped. Yeah, let us know what y'all think. Shout out to Skyview in the chat room. Um, his first question, he's trying to get us in trouble. <laughs> he said he didn't attend an HBCU, so his opinion counts a little less. And this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. And to his credit, he said this much earlier, but we just getting to it. He said, but what's our thoughts on um, HBCU alum that fully reps their school marrying a member of the opposite race? I, I don't Yo. know if I want to um, tackle that one, Kent. <laughs> I don't even know where he got that topic from. What does that got to do with the, the Warriors, man? Like, are we so, where did that come from? Back, yeah, we, we'll get back to that. We'll definitely get back to that. I don't know how that's possible. Oh, I know I what he's talking run. about. He's talking about I our presidential. Like I, I can have it crossed my mind before, but you're trying to get us in trouble. He's talking about our presidential candidate. Right. He's also he also had, he also said OKC is gonna have a rough time marketing Dennis Schroeder as their marquee player, or anybody would because Bo look like District Nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? He said he think Kawhi went to the Clippers because they have no championship. If they win with him, that's more history being made. It damn sure is. If this dude can win a championship with the the Raptors, who's never won one before. And the Clippers, oh, who yeah. have been just, just put, just put him on Mount Rushmore of of Los Angeles for so long, right? He going he going straight up to NBA Mount Rushmore. Um, so it is definitely a challenge. But then we looked at the contract he he signed. <clears throat> so that brings speculation because his contract and Paul George's contract, they can basically get out of this after two years. They have a player option. He only signed a three-year contract. That's Kawhi I'm talking about. And he has a player option after two years. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, he's given the Clippers this amount of years and then going to say, you know, let's see where we are. But that could 
end up being the issue. But what he's really doing it for is because by the time the two years are up, he would have his 10-year service in the league, and he can re-up for an even more astronomical number. Plus, they'll have, they'll have his bird rights. So he'll get the, the hell with the super. He'll get the mega max <laughs> once he reads Yo, up in two years. So, so you know, what Kawhi is doing, yourself. I don't know who's leading his business team, if it's Uncle Dennis, but they're killing it right now. They're killing it right now. He can get like 250 hashtag, in two years. <laughs> hashtag bet on yourself. Yo, right. um, make a real for like two fifty. Salute to Kawhi. Um, he gonna go wealthy, become one of the greatest players, and just disappear. He's gonna disappear on himself. Like, right. and, and no one could listen. From what I understand, New Balance was pushing him to go home too. They want to be in the L.A. market. So, <laughs> the balance. So back so to salute the to Kawhi. Of, Back to speaking of balance, back to that issue of the league being balanced. I still think, I think this is the greatest time in the probably the last decade, as far as how many numbers of teams have an opportunity to actually win the championship. Like I said, a lot of people after the move they just give it to the Clippers. Um, Bron and AD is a scary tandem, you know, when you look at it. But I really think, you know, you have at two or three teams in the East to possibly win the championship, even with these teams over here in the West constructed as they are. Then you got Clippers, Lakers, and like the other teams that Jimmy mentioned, like there's a lot of people. I think, I think this season will end up being better and probably more competitive than a lot of people think. I'm not just handing it to either one of these teams. I think they still got to go out no, and earn that. Season will be comp- I think the season will be exciting <clears> to watch people in a new place. I think it's still going to shape up to be like two or three teams that can win. Um, also, I wouldn't be shocked. Now, I want y'all to remember this, yo, for those listening in. Keep the file. Jimmy said it. Don't be shocked if New Orleans makes the playoffs. Probably as an eight seed. They tooled up. But They tooled up. They tooled up. I mean, even though Zion looked like trash in his little – Yeah, <laughs> his Zion trash, debut. but I mean <laughs> – But they got they some talent up. on it. So, they, they, so, so if Zion could play a little bit of ball – I can see them making the AC. Keep the file, y'all. I said it. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to the season. I want to see how things play out. I mean, some would say that Kawhi brought new balance to the league. Don't even ask how. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's it's going to be fun, man. I think this whole this whole off season has been amazingly fun. Like yeah. the NBA, and 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 I, and I, I forgot what Yo, I was we haven't oh, talked football yet. We haven't talked football yet. Yo, and that's we crazy. Football all year we're considering we're heading, we're heading into August, and we don't even care right now. Like, who says where is that? But it's funny though, because um, Marcellus, I think it was Marcellus Wiley. He was like, you know, because he's a football guy, and he was getting, you know, people were talking about how the NBA is this. He was like, well, revenue wise, football makes twice the amount, but yeah, it's the yeah. perception. You know, the yeah. NBA killing the perception game. I mean, but then yeah. you look at revenue wise too. On game day, you got sixty, seventy thousand people there instead of fifteen, twenty. Um, Absolutely. Get, but, know, yeah, but Stephen Jackson, S. Jack rebutted him. He was like, "That's all good, but the players ain't getting most of that money." He was like, "All y'all football players would love to be basketball players." I was like, "Damn, he <laughs> barred his life up." Yeah, he did. Um, he did. Um, so the the deal, of course, um, for. Ch- 
Paul George, the Clippers gave up their first round picks in 2022, 24, 26, plus the ones for 2021 and 2023 that they got um, from Miami. Um, So, they sent them a lot of their future, but they're figuring, you know, if we got these guys and just a couple of good young guys, we should be set for a while. But a lot of major deals got completed yesterday. Clay Thompson, of course, who re-upped Golden State, he signed his um, five-year, almost $190 million deal. Uh, Dame Lillard signed a $190 million $196 million extension that doesn't even start for another two years. He already going to get his dough for the next two years, and then he got another 196 waiting for him. Um, of course, the Warriors waived Sean Livingston. So if anybody's looking for a good backup point guard, um, he's out there. So it, it, it's crazy. Um, free agency, as Jimmy said, has been crazy. And we're going to go to the phone lines. We see you waiting, Tobias. Last thing, because we mentioned it a few minutes ago, Adam Silver is publicly stating um, his disdain for the way things went down. Um, He's thinking like his sense was that when it comes to free agency, are there any enforceable rules that they can, they can add because I mean, you know, Jim, because we were on free agency watch so we can, you know, chat about it in the chat room. Like it was like five 59 on that day. And like 20 deals just came down the pike. Like they were just waiting to announce ah. them. And people were like, okay, if you're not even supposed to talk to free agents until this time, how is it 601 and we didn't already announce 20 deals? And now you have teams like Brooklyn saying, well, we didn't know Kevin Durant was coming here until he announced it. <laughs> which is which is even crazier because that shows. It sounds crazy, but the, the reason kind of I power you have. I remember that. No, it might be because it shows the kind of power you have. Like Kevin Durant could have probably Yo, picked any uh, of the thirty teams in the league, and they would have made it work financially to get him. Because <laughs> um, they said Brian did that when he went back to Cleveland. They said the last person to find out was Cleveland. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, word! He put that, here. He put Let that gun up. Like I'm coming back home. They was like, "Oh, are you?" Because I always thought it was funny. I was like, "What if Gilbert would have been mad, petty, and been like, no, I'm cool.'" I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, so city with a I mean, once you have a certain stature in the league, once you have a certain amount of power, it's not really hard to believe because any of the any of the uh, thirty teams in the league would make room for you if you said I'm coming there. So yeah, yeah Kawhi should just pick a random ass team that ain't got no cap space and see like let them figure it out. But you know, man. Yeah. All right, I don't so know how you, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do to enforce anything. Like, what what can you actually do? You want to tell players they can't speak to each other? One thing I put together though, um, and it doesn't take a detective to figure this out, is that yo, a lot of these joints happen, man. After like um, these uh Olympics. Right when they like, all get to remember, meet, and play together, and become buddies. Tight in the Olympics. Uh, Katie and Kyrie got tight in the Olympics. Like the Olympics be bringing cats together. Like yo, we should team up. Like. And with that well, Jimmy said, just gave, you just gave Adam Silver, you just gave Adam Silver um one remedy he could try. Stop letting these dudes play on the Olympic team. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, they can't do that no more. Send send so mid level dudes. What connections? What connections are about to happen in 2020? We got to see one of the teams. What, what, once we start looking at the team, we can figure out. All right. No. 
<laughs> I know. So he also reiterated his disdain for players publicly um, asking for trades and forcing their way out. So, you know, Paul George was the inspiration behind this coming back up again. Um, I think they really thought they had a victory last year in the fact that Paul George re- re-upped with a small market team. You know, they looked at that as a win, I think. And now, <laughs> a year out. Ah, take that L. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Paul George has clearly showed you that LeBron going to the Lakers kind of turned him off because that's the only place he wanted to play. So then all of a sudden he wants to re-up with Russ, but then the first opportunity he gets to go home, (laughs) then he's asking out. Yo, yo, shout out to Tobias because Tobias always brings up the Paul George scenario, and like I always say, that's an outlier. That's not how it always works, and he left anyway. Paul George is so terrible that we had that special on ESPN. I will never forget watching the first episode. And my man said, "If you think of L.A., you think of PG-13. And then oh, he decided don't. he wasn't going there anyway. So <laughs> I didn't even say that, dude. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but who thinks but, that, um, What are you talking about? Yeah, the I'm funny thing is nobody <laughs> thinks that. You're not, even, yo, you're not even from L.A, beloved. You're from, like, you know what I mean? One of them little, you know what I mean? Paul, I forgot what it was. All my L.A. homies told me because they was mad that he did what he did, so they start, you know. I know. Out of you know, you from L.A. That's how it was. Everybody start this uh, this zone in Kobe in Philly. He ain't from Philly. <laughs> yeah. Moved from so, um, county somewhere. But they definitely feel like they got a W. And now they got to take, they got to hold this L because PG found a way out anyway. Um, But listen, what I like about this, you know, um, shout out to our brother B. Austin. They called me Big City Jim. I like the fact that Cats is in big cities. So we got Brooklyn, <laughs> which is, which is you know, we got we got the Clippers. We got L.A., both L.A.'s. It's lit for me. I get to I get to not watch these flyover states. Like I don't want to watch OKC games. So PG thirteen was balling so crazy last year. I had to watch a couple games. You know what I'm saying? Like I like this. About. I don't I don't want to so watch. You probably want play. They're not even in this country. So you need Russ to end up in New York or Chicago then. Like, yes, sir. All that. yes well, sir. I'm I all guess about Miami. Baseball, dog. I guess Miami has cool. become a pretty big market. So yeah. That's cool. All right, so Let's go to the phone line. Let's get Tobias on the line. I know he's mad at us because he's been holding for a minute. What up, Tobias? Roll damn tight. Roll damn tight. I'm already talking about football. I'm about Alabama. But first things first, guys. If air, if the black aerial shows out in that under the sea with a bonnet on his head, I'm going to lose. Um, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like Paul George, for example, right? If you didn't want to be there, why you sign here? Oh wait, they offered him the most money. But the problem is they don't. Everybody want to bang on Russell Westbrook. They don't. Have, I put in the group. They ain't have the Westbrook problem. They got to be in the Oklahoma City problem. That's the problem. It's not a city where people want to live in. You got. It's like got people that from there don't move there. People don't want to say, hey, when I get rich, I want to live in Oklahoma City where there's an Applebee's and a Chili's there. Nobody, they got these teams and cities where nobody wants to live in with options. But also the problem is also the front office. I want the Bulls to go out to Russell Westbrook hard, but that cheap blanket and blank of an owner won't do it. They run the team like they're, like they're the Indiana Pacers. But you're right about the big market, so because a big market, what people don't realize, yeah, Oklahoma City was a nice story. The Chicago Bulls is that Midwest team. The New York Knicks. You get more eyeballs on the set. 
because, yeah, you got the Oklahoma City fan base, but you don't get eyeballs like that with people all over the country, like from Chicago, like a lot of people from Chicago live here. Or New York, you got people from all over, you get these fan bases all over. Nobody's going to Oklahoma City. They got all these draft picks. What the draft pick will be, 28? Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Uh, And my thing was, how the hell are you going to get Lou Williams in the trade? (laughs) You know? Or how the hell are you going to get Montrez Harrell or something in the trade? Or Patrick, I know Beverly signed, you couldn't trade him. But I'm getting getting some, he want my guy, I'm going to get some players off of you too. Yeah. You know, but I guess they just made the decision. They just rebuild it completely. They don't even they don't even want nobody that's gonna help them compete because they try to tank too. They try to tank at the same time. They draft. They they traded him for a bunch of eighth graders. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and we see how there's a 19 year old. This ain't like the 90s where like these guys, the, the, the new NBA people who crap on it. Those guys are coming in 21, 22 years old. These guys coming at 18 years old playing AAU coaching. They're not even getting real college coaching. They like for that year, but they're not growing to their game. So you got to teach them how to play ball. Hope they grow. Well, look at Zion for example. I said it months ago. Everybody's hyping this kid up, but don't realize how much he has to grow his game and lose weight. We were saying that months ago, but now yeah. when he played one game and he's on load management in the summer league. <laughs> Y'all saw that one, but uh, <laughs> you know, but you cannot depend on you young guys. But at the same time, I'm all about hey, if you're a free agent, do what you got to do, go wherever you want to go. I am glad that it's like two two stars on the team because I hear all these people crying about. Well, LeBron had a go- I'm sorry, I got to piss off Court and his people. LeBron had a go to these super teams, but he had a super team too. Now we can watch the All Star game. And more teams are represented, not just two teams or half the damn all-star team, <laughs> you know. But mm-hmm. but I do believe that, I, I do believe that certain like you got more teams that feel like they have a shot. They may not win it, but they have a shot. And I do believe the Lakers and the Clippers. We got to hold off on that. I remember everybody's penciling Boogie becoming a team of Logic one with the Warriors. It doesn't work out that <laughs> way. You got to play the game first. And last time I checked, Paul George. But here's the good thing, though. The good thing is he's on a team now where he don't even have to be that because, I mean, they gave the Warriors a run for their money with that squad they got there already. Um, and in terms of Boogie, I think that's a good thing, too, because there's no expect the expectations of Boogie now seem so far down that it's easy for him to beat them expectations. Um, I was about to say, Boogie, Boogie might last. I mean, because you couldn't like it was really unrealistic to expect Boogie to be that good with the Warriors just coming off of uh, an Achilles in- injury. You get another year under your belt of, of being back, you know, an athletic competition on that level. Like that Boogie signing could end up being big for them. Like they pretty yeah. much have a big three instead of a big Honestly, two. Honestly, I thought the Lakers should sign them last year. To be honest with. Them. Uh, just take a flyer. And uh, I always thought that because the guy has talent. And his game is not predicated on athleticism. He is – Boogie's one of the most skilled big men in the league. And Anthony Davis loves playing with him. Because people people talk about the positionless NBA all they want. Ask Anthony Davis want to play the five, see how much positionless he want to be. Uh, you know. <laughs> but 
but but the late yo, you know what's funny? I, I I was watching um a video the other day, and the guy was breaking down like um because you know we're in a different time in terms of the league, in terms of um how we're playing, you know, people playing positionless basketball, and um players don't play with their back to the basket. But someone was, I got caught in the YouTube trap, and someone was breaking down like how things seem to change every like seven to ten years in terms of how the game is played. But one thing he pointed out that I never even thought about, he said that Shaq changed the game because guys who traditionally would be centers literally didn't want to guard Shaq. So they started like – he said Shaq was part of the reason people started doing the European League and also Shaq. Shaq was like, I'm going to go out here and shoot some jump shots because I'm not guarding Shaq. <laughs> and he said so a lot of cats around that era started becoming fours. And even if they, even if they didn't stretch to shoot, they just wanted to play pick and roll ball because they didn't want to get down there and bang bodies with Shaq. I just found that interesting to be one thing. Um, so, I mean, I, people are penciling in the Lakers and Clippers, and I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it, the West is the West is tough. I do think it'll be dope for it to happen. Like I said in the group chat, just because a Western Conference Final where nobody has to travel. Um, and the only people who'll be pissed are the people that gotta change the floor over like every night. I think that would be funny. Like <laughs> would they literally change the floor every night or would it is put like both logos in the middle and be like, Look, we done for the series. <laughs> the Lakers ain't the Lakers ain't letting their tenants uh have their logo on the floor during one of their home games. Cause that's all the Clippers are. They're not they're not neighbors, they're not roommates, they're tenants. And and the Lakers are the landlord of the Staples Center. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I wonder how long I wonder how long that lasts though. Like how long they in a contract? Because you know Bomber got more money than God. He might mess around and be like, "Look, we tired of." I this. thought I heard they were trying. I thought they were doing something sometime soon to get up out of there. You know what? Though? I know, and I'll say I'm this though. I know people want to. I know like these people who bang on Westbrook and stuff, and somehow Cowherd still bangs on Derrick Rose for some reason. But uh, <laughs> but John, like, what do you want the Bulls to do? LeBron and KD weren't available. Uh, you know, but you know the Knicks. I know people like this movement. If I'm the Knicks, I'll go for it with Westbrook or the Bulls. Go for it because the thing is, I think the Pistons should trade for him. Because here's the thing: the Bulls are unwatchable, and I'm a fan. Uh, you know, it's a chore sometimes. You know, we got a coach with a team led mutiny within the first week of the guy being there. Uh, you know, but. The problem, but, but but sometimes you just got to get a guy that can get you relevant. Because I believe Westbrook could get the Bulls and the Knicks into the playoffs. Because there ain't no guarantee you don't get a damn number one pick with a ping pong ball. In the year you may get the damn pick, you may be in the Anthony Bennett draft. What what is the damn you do, damn you don't draft. <laughs> you screw it either way you go. <laughs> that draft where you're like, well, we had to pick somebody, goddamn. <laughs> we had to make a pick. No one could yeah. trade any of those picks. Nobody wanted to pick. And, and, and so that's why I'm like, go get Westbrook because you get in the playoffs because, like, the Bulls, for example, they lost, like, about a big chunk of their, their local TV audience. People stopped watching the games on TV. Because, uh, you know, the, the the game, the gate of the game is there, but, you know, your real money is on that TV. And so yeah. you got fans that saying, screw this. And so if you bring this guy in, especially – with the Jordan brand and that colorway, also the popular colorway, the black and red, Sweet. you got to go for it, man. You got to go for it. Because who do you rather have started I'm that looking, point? I, I, no, think I mean, I, I mean, 
I'm with you. I'm with you. But at the same time, though, I think that, you know, um, all right, not necessarily playing devil's advocate, but thinking it all the way out. Some teams now aren't making that decision like, look, I just want to make us relevant. They're like, what's the point? I'd rather just, like, you know, tank all the way out and not even bring somebody in who might get us a couple wins. Um, so I get that. So like, even with the Knicks, with the decisions the Knicks made with all their money, you can make the argument it was the right decision in terms of not going crazy over a guy who's coming off a, of, uh, you know, it which is, could be a career offering injury, yeah, and not just over, not doing what they usually do and taking one of those like C level players and just overpaying them because they have nobody else to overpay. So you can make that argument. So you so know with what? Your no. Bulls. The problem with the Bulls, I don't see is I don't know what they're doing. Like some teams, you yeah, can see like they're tanking. Like you can see OKC what they're doing. Once they get rid of you see what they're doing. Like, with your Bulls, I just don't know what they're doing. Me neither. Here's the thing also. Now, I don't believe Kobe White could be a good player, but I don't Because you can always trade the star player anyway. I don't care how much money he makes, you can still move him. Uh, you can still move that. But at the same time, you have to kind of like, here's the thing. We can say tanking all they want. That front office is delusional. That coach, that coaching staff is delusional. You cannot up here keep trying to tank over and over again and thinking that you got this player and that you think he's going to be good because you got a bunch of 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds. Zach Levine's your best player. He's like 22. And he shouldn't be your best player. He should be your number two or number three with the way his game is. But if you, Yo, I feel you like a, Zach Levine's been Damn, Zach Levine's still 22? 22. I feel like 25. <laughs> he's only 22. Damn. So Zach, we we thought about the same thing at the same time. Like, Zach we ain't hear nothing else you said, but Zach, Zach Levine, 22. Dang, 22? Yo, <laughs> he's been in the league like a decade already. Yo, these boys, hey, yo, yo. And I, I said it's I far run. I, I, didn't realize, I, I didn't realize Anthony Davis, I didn't realize Anthony Davis was still that young until someone put the young the top players under 26 or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, Anthony Davis has been in the league like damn near a decade. <laughs> hey, far run, though. How soon do you think before Frank Vogel gets fired a liquor coach? You think he gonna make it at Halloween? You think he making it Thanksgiving? I think I think I think Jason Kidd gonna set him up. Like you know, you know how Jason Kidd is. He crafty anyway. You know how he gets. I mean, the thing is, though, Jim, the they bought Jason Kidd there to set him up. So they telling him, do you do your magic? We're trying to get you the job. Like, so do what you got to do. The crazy part is, yeah. I think Frank Vogel is a. I always thought he was an all right coach, you know. But all coaches, it's the same way. You look different when you have talent. Bottom yeah, line, pretty much. Yeah. That, that goes for the great Doc Rivers. <laughs> right. Yeah, because Doc Rivers. And by the way, can I ask you guys a question? I take it off. And remember, we were saying this like a year or so ago. It's like it's like we be beating the pundits on some of these topics. Remember Chris Broussard and his sources. He had worse sources than Bobby the Brain Heenan. If you watch eighties wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> 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 but but you talk about like sometimes trying to demand trades and lead teams don't work out for you. Mind you, the same Paul George getting worked by Joe Ingles that year in the playoffs. But anyway, uh, Dwight Howard, for example, he made a mistake leaving Orlando. Uh, Chris Paul, did his situation ever got better winning-wise? Uh, Melo, he could have waited to become a free agent and would have had a good team in New York. Sometimes leaving a good situation may not be the best may not be the best option. And I think everybody think they could do what LeBron does. You can't do what LeBron does. LeBron's that that rare player who could, who could make a team into a contender. 
Yeah, that that is the only thing about players forcing trades when they force them to certain teams. Because now, like the last couple times we saw it, teams obliged, like, yeah, we'll trade you, but we're going to trade you to whoever the hell we want. But when you force a trade to a certain team, like you're pretty much crippling that team because they got to give a lot of stuff back to get you. Yeah. But you know, some Presti, people like, yeah, I might not be here tomorrow, on. so I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to wait. Sam Presti, Sam Presti be like, oh, you don't want to be here? All right, cool. Like he, he ain't even about that contentious life, um, all that, all those rumors and all the innuendo. He like, look, if you tell me you don't want to be here, I'm gonna want to figure out how we get you out of here. No doubt. But Tobias, we gotta run, man. We got like. Three calls, three, four calls waiting after you. So uh, hey, appreciate we'll wrap to you next week, man. All right. All right. All right, bro. <laughs> All right. We got, uh, we got the homie K Lang, Skyview, calling in from Vegas. What up, Kev? What's happening, fellas? What's happening? What's up, man? I had What's to step away from the chat room for a second. I had to step away from the chat room for a second. Hey, I got three comments. One, uh-huh. one Adam Silver is the absolute reason why I know that the NBA lottery is fixed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because Why do you say that? Somebody start the fire. Isn't he the one that, that, that put the kibosh on um, Chris Paul going to the Lakers? No, that was still no. Stern. That was still he was, Stern. He was, he was deputy, so, I mean, if we want to just throw him in there and say he had something to do with it, he was the deputy okay. commissioner at the time, so he, but, yeah, he was yeah, there. They're, 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 trying to, they're trying to craft the, the whole NBA. And they don't want people super teaming up. That's what that's about. They probably I, that, I can I can see that being true because as many right. times as as they've complained openly about you know what the players are are doing, taking their control right now, I can see them trying to. All right, let's right. let's try to make it as even as possible. That's a good point. All right. And since I'm in Vegas, what's the over and under on who leaves the Clippers first, Doc Rivers or CC for um, PJ? Whatever his name is, Paul George. <laughs> um, well, Cali considering Rivers. that he's to date his daughter and That's what I'm cheated saying. on her and got a stripper pregnant, um, I think what, they would roll them, with the player. Well, the, these days, I was, I was I was thinking like you have to go with the player, but these days it's not hard to get players. You just ask Kawhi who else you want to run with, <laughs> and then they get him <laughs> up out of there. So. Yo, I can't tamper. You go tamper. Right, 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 right. Like, why? Who you want to run? Right. If it's good enough and we can and get him, then, Paul, you know, Paul George might be expendable. So Doc might last, outlast him. And last, you know, I'm Sixers for life. What were they thinking by letting J.J. Reddick go? Uh, they were thinking J.J. was asking for too much money. <laughs> Mm, okay. I, I, I don't. I didn't want him to go either. I mean, JJ is definitely a defensive liability, and he also definitely doesn't do what he does in the regular season in the playoffs. But you know, if you strengthen other things around the team, you know, like Ben Simmons not being such a you know such a limited offensive player, that could you know defenses won't change so much for the playoffs, and JJ will still be. Allowed, he's not gonna roam. He's never gonna be allowed to roam free, but he'll still be allowed to run around and and get semi-open shots from time to time. It's harder to do that in the playoffs because you know as much as yeah, cliche Rich, it sounds, defenses Rich, get different. Richardson is not that play. guy, though. Richardson is not that guy. Richardson is not that guy. Rich, no, Steve, no, he's not. No, 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 he's not JJ. Yeah. He's somebody else who can handle the ball. Um, he can hit a three. He can hit an open three. 
but JJ sometimes hit like amazing threes. Um, like I said, most of the time in the regular season, he hit big shots when you need him. In the playoffs, don't bet on that. But now nah, I'm gonna miss JJ. Yeah. There's a lot of people. I think they're just mad yeah. because he left. How much bread? How much bread has JJ made in the back end of his career? Because I would have tried to do that, and I know. I would have tried to do that and maybe brought J.J. off the bench this year, but still having him on the roster was kind of a must if we're not going to replace him with a shooter because we don't have a specialist. We have people who can hit a three, but we, we no longer have a specialist unless they pick up, you know, Kyle Korver, who who has a three teams that he's looking at once he clears. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be difficult. The team got right. better defensively. They might bully people more, but they you know, they don't have that sniper that they had the last two seasons. I, I and and finally, I went from almost being a Jimmy Butler fan to to FOH and see my last <laughs> <two seconds. laughs> Yo, that's how fans be, man. They were like, "Man, are you leaving?" F you then. <laughs> that's another one though. Like, I think the team. It's possible the team could have gotten better. I still, I'd, I'd much rather run it back the way we had it last season. I wanted to, you know, losing on a shot like that, like you think about what could have been. The team didn't even fully, you know, get their chemistry together, and they still were that close. So you kind of want to run that back. But, you know, Jimmy, he, he want to go to Miami and meet some IG models and all that kind of stuff. So who knows? Yeah. All right, all right <laughs> All right, Jay, no doubt. See you in the chat room. All right, you got it. We got Casey Mack calling in from Dallas. We all over the the map today. What up, Casey Mack? We got the whitest basketball team in the NBA. (laughs) You're a man. You you knew once Dirk established himself as a Hall of Fame player, they were going to believe in that for for the rest of, you know, Mark Cuban's tenure there. So, yeah, y'all, y'all nice whole, and European. We got a whole there. bunch of money to play with, too. <laughs> <laughs> All that money and no free agents coming to Dallas. Imagine that. That's right. another team, though, that we didn't mention that could make some playoff noise this year. Could. We'll see. Porzingis, got his, he, he's got to perform. If he can come back I got something to say do, about Kawhi. If he can be a, uh, an impactful unicorn, because he's a productive <laughs> one. But, you know, with the Knicks, you produce, and it's not leading to wins. If he could be an impactful unicorn, along with Luka and, you know, all the, the pieces they put around them, they might be battling with, with Jimmy's p- potential pick for that AC. They might be battling with New Orleans. The West is going to be a beast once again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kawhi Bring Leonard. Dallas to the East, and they definitely making the playoffs. Shoot, I will t- take that bet. We in the Eastern <laughs> football, might as well put in Eastern basketball. Yeah. <laughs> you know the football divisions have half of them make no sense, but they just want positions. <laughs> How the hell is Dallas in the NFC East? <laughs> Makes no sense at all. Hey, yeah. one thing about Kawhi. He is setting the precedence of silence. 
You could do a yeah. lot of damage by not opening your mouth, keeping silent. Um, yeah, but here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. You have to be a certain kind of guy. We're living in a society where people want attention so bad they they go to the store to lick ice cream before you know without buying anything. Like that's the world we live in, and, and that that that's how much people crave attention. He's just built different. Like most cats aren't built like him. Right. Hey, and he craves no. as much attention as LeBron James has in his free agency. Yeah, and you know what though? You know what that yep. silence does, Casey Mack? That he was able to like he was affecting. What what ultimately was going to turn out to be the competition, the Lakers, because he had them sitting there waiting. You know, they had yeah. all his money to play with, and he had them sitting there waiting. Now, I'm still I'm I'm giving the Lakers props because I think they still they're. I don't even know if it was their plan B because they were lucky that certain guys were still out there, but I think they ended up doing well even though they kind of got you know burned by Kawhi Leonard. But they took a gamble. You know, you waited around. Kawhi, all the good names really went off of the board before he made his decision. So you were taking a big gamble of not being able to fill out that team with a plan B. But, you, but they, they but found you know what? guys out there. Who were the Lakers going to go after if they didn't? Who were the Lakers going to go after if there was no such thing as Kawhi? I mean, I, don't think, I mean, they had to make um, See, I, 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 I always thought the Lakers shouldn't have had their focus on a third max player. They had enough, enough right. money to make their team in. deep as hell. Uh, the guy and when your superstar is 35 years the, old, you need to be deep. I wanted them to get the ball from uh from um uh, the Pacers. What's the uh the not I can't Ma- pronounce Ma- it. Ma- Bogdanovich. Yeah, I thought they should yeah, like that. I think he's a good cat. That's nice. Listen, man, here's the thing, right? I know that the Lakers took a gamble on Kawhi, and a lot of Lakers fans, you know, they huffed after they didn't get him. Don't even ask how. But um, <laughs> some, people, some people actually believe that this might be the best team LeBron James has ever had. What do you guys think about that? Because they said from top to bottom, LeBron has never had a team this good. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking about the Heat, and they were saying, like, no, even after the Heat, after you get past the big three, they really didn't have anything. What do you think about the teams that LeBron they, had they grabbed the some years? decent veterans too, though. Like you know, you had the Ray Allens out there. You had the um, Shane Battiers and cats like that. But no, they, they, they had good role players, but they didn't right. have no AD and potential a potential to Marcus Cousins. You know, I'm gonna reiterate how this was a wonderful pickup that had the Marcus. You getting him for three million dollars for a 16 and eight guy on a Bounce back year. Yeah. He can't get that, that was 16 and 8 in his worst year. Marcus is a exactly. 25 and 12. And guy. he has a good rapport with AD. You, you just imagine adding LeBron to the mix. I mean, to me, that, yeah, that's true. that is lethal. That's how they got had a feeling that he was going to go there. But I'm telling you, that boogie pickup is going to be the one that everybody's going to be talking about at the end of the season. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen anybody get back to their full health from that injury, but he's going to be better than he was last year. Even if he puts up the same numbers. Last year was just, all right, a lot of the Warriors do low management, so we let Boogie get in and get some minutes this week. But if you could put up 16 and 8, 16 and 10, 
in your full capacity with the Lakers, and they can count on you when the dudes do get hurt to put up 22, 25 some nights. That's going to be a hell of a I just, need, I just need Boogie to get that attitude back, man, because one thing the Lakers – hey, yo, um, Casey Mack, man, you might want to mute your uh, – whatever you listen on. But anyway – um, Fire frequency. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it sounds like he in the middle of Stranger Things or yeah, something. Got some but, background um, noise. No, but what I was saying oh. is, I need him to bring that energy and that attitude back. Like, you know, the Lakers were missing that with all them young boys crying about not being able to um, play <laughs> Fortnite. We didn't have that attitude that Boogie used to bring to the game. So, let it bring you know, switch. and I think he'll get it right. You know. Um, Tobias in the uh, game time group, he said the parts in Miami fit that people forget how good those teams were defensively. And they were some really good defensive teams down there in Miami. But I think even though because we do the comparison because everybody's only been talking about the Clippers and Lakers all week, while I think – while I know I said at one point that the Clippers were far superior um, defensively than the Lakers, but that's really like – Defensive star power, because once you go outside of the people that you know are defensive stars, which are their two-way players, Kawhi, um, Paul George, and then, of course, Patrick Beverly being a pest, like, if the Lakers can gather some defensive chemistry, they got some pretty good defenders there, too. Now, we have something that we're going to talk about later in the show that might affect what the Lakers are going to be able to do defensively. We'll talk about that a little later. Casey Mack, man, thanks for your call. We got a couple more, so we're going to move it on, but we'll wrap to you next week, hopefully, all right? Hey, all right, homie. All right, man. All right. Man, we got Rob and Kylie. We, oh, the call is crazy tonight. Rob, what's going on, man? What's good, gentlemen? How y'all doing, man? Good, man. Good. Man, you, good. How no you complaining? feeling? I saw you on social media talking about Kawhi sold his soul. How you sell your soul for not teaming up with two top five dudes? I said, wait, 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 wait. You have pause, pause. You have to read the whole quote. You have to read the whole quote. Read the quote, Dev. Read the whole quote, Dev. You said something about the earthquake. I'm paraphrasing. You said that earthquake. That wasn't an earthquake in Kawhi in L.A. That was the explosion from Kawhi Leonard selling his soul. Exactly, exactly. Thank you for paraphrasing. What makes that different from what I just said? (laughs) No, 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 you're right, you're right. I agree, I agree. Hey, 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 I said what I said, okay? I I, I ain't going to press you on it because I know you were a Lakers (laughs) fan who thought he was coming, so you're a little little salty. Everybody, everybody, (laughs) man, we, man, salty, man, Lakers fans will fit, will fill up half the Pacific Ocean. We was all salty. You kidding me, man? We was saltier than freaking the Wendy's fries, man. They already had a a mural of Kawhi in the Lakers uniform, which I don't understand. The Lakers got, what, 16, 17 chips? Like, why are these fans so thirsty? Like, y'all don't need to be that thirsty. Y'all go from, it depends on the circumstance. Y'all go from cocky to thirsty, but like everybody putting up a mural of everybody who say they might go to the Lakers, like y'all don't need to be doing this that. This is a basketball city. This is a basketball Yo, city, man. No, that means if you gave no, him a mural listen. before he signed, y'all was gonna give him a statue on day one. 
Man, 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 Freaking uh, win two championships, dude. They or go to three, but win two. Man, they were they was naming restaurants after Paul Gasol, man. You could, come on, man. This is Lakers, yeah. man. This is, no, but, but, but it's also How Kobe win two championships. Huh? Kawhi Leonard Yo. hadn't even signed, and he had a mural. <laughs> Yo, Kawhi Leonard did nothing but flirt. All Kawhi Leonard did was pinch the butt as they walked by. Like he didn't he didn't do anything. But but I, I, I but listen though. Rob, here's what it is, though. What it is is, I'm telling you, 2019 is a weird time. People love attention. That includes artists. It's like the, the mural game is, like, ridiculous. When I came up, you had to do something really extraordinary or be really, like, historic to get a mural. Now, like, yo, I, listen, man. Y'all remember the, um, the young boy who, like, uh, see the egg? Uh-oh. Breaking news, Uh-oh. Jeff. Uh-oh. Mike Vrabel says he would gladly chop off his own penis to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> come Yo! On, <laughs> Yo! Come Yo! On, the oh, whole man. point of winning yeah. the chip is just a spot. But no, listen. Y'all remember wow. when that young boy, that, when that young boy um, threw the eggs at, like, the um, the politician over there in Australia? Oh, and yeah. That, you know, he went viral. All right, when I went to Australia this past year, they had murals of the young boy and, and multiple murals. <laughs> I'm like, yo, he went he went viral on Twitter and got a mural. Like, a, we just live in a weird time, man. Yeah. I mean, we live in a weird time, dog. I, I, I mean, I mean you, you know, we live in a weird time, and I think, but back to basketball, we live in a weird time, and I really think the. And, and and I, I want everybody to support World War Room Sports and share World Room Sports because, you know, these podcasts you can't really trust these experts. And I mean, I can't I can't remember the fat dude's name, but he was on ESPN. But he's the only one that actually said the real quote during the whole thing. He said, you know, what with all our intelligence, all our data on here, all our all our sources, we don't know what Kawhi's gonna do. But you got people like Chris Bruce. <laughs> That's Ball, a fact. Chris Broussard, who's trying to be like the golden boy, I don't know, the yellow rays dude, he's just trying to say, oh, he, you know, he's going here, he don't know. Stephen A. Smith, was, he honestly said he didn't know what to do. Yeah, Jalen Rose, who wants to be Mr. Right all the time, saying, oh, he's going to Toronto, then I'm like, and I love Jalen Rose, but yo, man, he's, he's bugging He's bugging out just like his boy Chris Webber. That's why my North Carolina beat them at you know at the final. But yeah, I know that Jalen always bugged out though. I mean, you see his comparisons at the NBA draft. Like he's always bugged out. But listen, I mean, there's no. I mean, they're the same as us. They just they're just dudes that went to journalism school and you know they work on big networks. Ain't experts. Listen, here's the thing, Rob. There, there was a there was a journalist. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Who um he he worked on Wall Street and he wrote about like uh commodities, right? So anybody who watched Trading Places knows how you trade commodities. Um, and he used to write about the soybean industry. And he wrote this thing. This he wrote this long piece about how this season's um the crops will be X Y Z and this that and the third, and it ended up being completely wrong. And he got caught. Someone recorded him. They was like, well, where did you get that information when you were complete? He said, I made that shit up. He said, I made that ish up, right? <laughs> ever since 
And so ever since that story, this was years ago. I'm like, I don't believe anything journalists say because some of them, some of them literally just make things up. And I'm not saying that any of those guys did that because they probably had sources. But at the end of the day, you know, like the guy said, Kawhi is a different breed. None of us you know Kawhi would have went back to San Antonio and I probably wouldn't even been shot because he's just a different dude. But <laughs> um, yo, it's like we, we put like so much faith in athletes and journalists. They're all human. They're human, so that means they lie. Like, some cats make stuff up because it's better to be first. And, and even, believe this or not, even when you're wrong like Chris Broussard, all he's getting now is attention for being wrong. But his followers then went up People just, just from people wanting to clown him. But that's the thing, like, if you notice what they do, is it has to be purposeful. Like, they all, they all give hot takes. They say something, and they're real adamant about it because it gets attention. It really like, – like you got to keep explaining to people. Like it doesn't even matter about being right or wrong anymore. Nobody vets anything that anybody says. Okay. You just get the information and you just go with it. And then you just say, okay. "My sources said." So that's their that's their fallback right there. Like, well, you know, I didn't say it. Yo, like God, God bless, God bless a YouTube creator. Somebody made a YouTube video one time about like um, uh, what's what's the what's the, the guy's name um on ESPN the 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 somebody just mentioned him too. Um, Tobias just mentioned me. The board that always criticizes Westbrook and uh and um Derek Rose. Cowherd. Uh, Cowherd. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So someone had made a video one time on YouTube, it was like all the times Cowherd predicted it wrong. And it's just like clips of him predicting things and being totally Maybe wrong. Loud. Yo, but the video the video was like thirty yo, the video was like thirty minutes. <laughs> I'm like, yo, come on. But he's one of the best at getting attention because of how crazy the stuff he says is. And, and, uh, wait, 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 wait. I, I want to ask you this basketball question now. I, I know we got. I, I know it's league. This league is. They say it's changed. And I look. I looked on the uh, on this on this um, old interview with, with Shaq and Kobe saying face to face. And Kobe's flat just talking. You know, talking crap about his rings. And one thing Kobe said was, is that people say, oh. Can, that we couldn't play our style game back then like we can here, and it, and and because you know they play small ball, but you know if I feed the Shack, you know he just he controls the pace of the game just just by in the post. Now, now like when, when we when we have like uh, two big men, or let's just just talk about Anthony Davis, um, in in this new in the new age right now, and with the roster that we have, do you think we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of post play or more pick and roll? With 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 Anthony Davis and LeBron, um, like what do you think? Do you think it's gonna, um, but like how will how will LeBron's game benefit Anthony Davis, and like how do you think that's gonna pan out? I think Anthony Davis better get his spot up skills together. <laughs> Real no, no, I, I I I I don't think so because like his last coach, I mean the last coach. Which which was stupid to think that wasn't working there because he was playing on perimeter and it's like he wasn't playing as a big man anymore and his numbers went down because of that. Yeah, but when you play with LeBron, what you think? You, you did you see Chris Bosh? Did you see Kevin Love? <laughs> Those dudes turned into perimeter catch and shoot guys. Anthony Davis is the most talented player he's ever played with, so there might have to be a little more deferring on a thirty-five year old LeBron James's part, but. You know, at the same time, if LeBron is still out there playing at a high level, Anthony Davis is going to take a hit from everything we're used to seeing from him 
as well. I mean, I don't think they're going to completely just turn him into a Bosch or a Kevin Love, but it's something you got to think about. Like you said, how is LeBron's game, LeBron's game going to benefit him? I don't necessarily think LeBron's game has ever really benefited another superstar that he's played with. It benefits the role players who can sit there and just eat off of the attention that he's getting. But remember, for them to get it right, Dwayne Wade had to, you know, and they, they state this publicly all the time, the way Dwayne Wade had to literally say out of his mouth, okay, I'm giving, this is your team now. You, you got the ball, you got this, this is your team now. So I don't think LeBron, his game has ever really benefited another superstar besides the fact that having LeBron James on your team means that you might get a ring. <laughs> But as far as their game, no, Bosch wasn't the same dude that he was in Toronto. Love wasn't the same dude he was in Minnesota. <laughs> Your man Kyrie couldn't even bring the ball up every play like he was hey, used listen, to doing. That, that, all that's true, and all them cats got rings with Brian. They got, he, he, none of them won't get a ring without him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they like, sacrifice, they, they the way, sacrifice the way he benefits shit. you is you don't have a chance to get a ring, but your game not going to benefit from it, no. Unless you uh, jail. Corver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like you know, with the the strength. I I mean, because because I look at the roster. I look at the Miami Miami Heat roster, like from two thousand to from twenty twelve, and all rosters better than they roster. I mean, they do. They did have Chris Bosh. They had Dwayne Wade. But come on, man, Mario Chalmers or. Rasheed Lewis. Mario yeah. Chalmers was a hell of a defender at the point guard position. Mario Chalmers will always hit a big shot, too, when you need it. So, you know, I, I don't look at that. But in history, we always want to, you know, we always want to diminish the other guys. And, like, the superstar didn't have much help. I mean, they do that with Allen Iverson and the Philly team. I mean, they do that with every team LeBron's ever been on. Like, you, you had dudes that played roles that made the team what it was. And then you had the superstars that just made it easier for everybody else. All right. With that, yeah. Rob, we got a roll. Mario, Mario Chalmers just got cut in the big three, though. <laughs> that's a game that's probably not going to be big three. <laughs> yo, 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 shout out to Lamar Oldham, man. Hope you get better, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, Rob. We'll see you next week, man. All right, peace, y'all. All right, peace. Peace. All right, we got one more. We got the homie Naj calling from GA. What up, Naj? What's going on, man? Oh, what up, what up, what up? Y'all boys good? What up, homie? We good, man. Ain't hey, nothing, man. We just mad that we, cool you know, it, we had to wait almost a week to talk about the craziness that's the NBA right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and this this whole idea that they're going to fix this real quick, uh, first of all, I don't think there's anything to fix. And then second of all, you know, it's like when you when you hire some shade tree mechanic to fix your bathroom sink and then the kitchen sink. But ownership has already tried to constrain all of this, and that created new problems. So they said well, we put the, the tax in. Governorship. governorship. Right, right. <laughs> so they put the tax in. And then the, – 
Then everybody, oh, oh, I forgot, I forgot to do that. They put the tax in, now everybody's scared of the luxury tax, and it became punitive to the point to where, you know, people are terrified about being over that. Uh, they had long-term deals, now they got short-term deals, but the short-term deals push people to try and make moves. And, and people are letting Sam Presti slide on this, man. Look, when they called him and out the blue, he said, oh, okay, well, let me go and ask for everything. And when they said they'll think about it, that dude said, okay, I'm not telling anybody. This is not leaking. This is a one-to-one conversation. And he got that deal done. Sam Presti was happy as hell, despite all this talk about how he didn't want to bring an unhappy superstar to camp and all of that. Nah, once he got that, that, that godfather offer, he's like, oh, I'm blowing this thing up, and we're going to do a rebuild because ain't no way in hell I'm ever going to get value like this. It's a fire sale at that point. You know what I mean? It's like when Ballmer but bought didn't the they But didn't they say that I, – I, well, I know that I saw um, something I was reading. Or I consumed too much content. They were saying that um, the same thing kind of happened with Harden. Like as soon as he had an idea of what was what, he was like, look, you know, we're not even playing these games. Just go ahead and do what you got to do. Like – he doesn't believe in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, there's an aspect to that, but but the bigger factor with Harden, don't forget, we were dealing with old NBA thought back then. The idea yeah, of Serge, Serge Ibaka, a so-called twenty-year-old big man, like you, yeah. you're thinking, oh, okay, so you invest with the big man, this this you know this wing guy, he's expendable. Yeah. yeah. Now we find out years later that was a huge mistake, and Harden, you know, was the real deal, and Serge Ibaka, who is 39 years old, was never 20. So you know what I'm saying, like that 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 didn't work out the way that they thought it would. But but overall, Presti loved having that damn deal, despite the sad face he's making with Russ and all of this stuff they're doing now. Dude, you, you're not going to get a trade like that ever. So you got to kind of squeeze them. And, you know, shout out to Kawhi and them for pulling it off. But uh, what, and all this uh, congratulations and confetti about the Clippers, are we forgetting the Clipper curse? and that Kawhi has leg problems and Paul George has shoulder problems? Like, are, are we acting like these things? That's what everybody keeps forgetting, that this is the Clippers. And until, you know, they prove otherwise, <laughs> still the Clippers. The Clippers have been on their way for the last 20 years. I remember they had a <laughs> slam magazine with, like, Odom and Darius Miles and Elton Brand, whoever was on that cover with them dudes. Clippers have been on their way for a while. Chris Paul... Blake Griffin, well, first Blake Griffin, and then Chris Paul joined him. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Still got and that curse. Please stop saying the NBA is fixed with the draft lottery and stuff like that. And Laker fans, y'all got to get over that Chris Paul thing. The man had to step in and stop <laughs> Dale Demps from taking back Paul Gasol and Lamar Odom and all those people instead of reloading the roster, getting the pick, which ended up being Anthony Davis. So David Stern was a better GM than Dale Demps. And, it, I mean, it just was what it was, man. Like, yeah, they had to stop the team from destroying itself because that would have been a horrible trade. That wouldn't have been a rebuild. And, you know, who knows what they would be now. And they still got return on investment with Anthony years and years later. So that, that part is crazy as hell to me, bro. But I, I like the Lakers, man. I, I think LeBron probably – gets close to leading the league in assists, and we may see an Anthony Davis MVP season. Uh, the Utah reload kind of surprised me. Uh, Denver got better, you know, which was surprising, but this, this oh, God. offseason please don't, please don't let Anthony Davis win the MVP, man. Bro, uh, you, know, you think, I'm just you, you think Brian ain't going to try to force feed him to make it happen? And he, and he might. And he didn't already force fed him his number, but – 
I just don't want to hear the, you know, because that's when, and 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 my, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I've always been a Michael Jordan fan, but I'm, I get tired of the conversation, Mike, LeBron. I can hear the Michael Jordan stands now. Mike ain't never been on no team where somebody else was the MVP of the league. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like I, I don't got time for this. Yo, I really like. But but we, we do have friends that came up in Kobe the same stands, again, Mike fans be, and Iverson stands are not to be reasoned with, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, it, if it ain't that argument, they'll come up with another one, bro. Like it, right. it is what it is on that pill. Like, like, for them, for them, if Anthony Davis wins MVP, that like completely takes LeBron out of the top five. <laughs> oh, you can't. <laughs> you can't argue with any like when it comes to like no. Mike to me it's Mike Kobe yeah. and LeBron their fans. I don't even right. like, I don't even engage with them. Let's try to negotiate with a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Iverson too, man. Much as I love AI, man. Woo! You get in that barbershop, get a good AI conversation going. You're in trouble if you make any yeah. sense, logic, or reason. You're in trouble. So you you just buy well back I mean, out and let them have it. And then you know that like the farther you get from them being in the league, the more their legacy grows with these people. And you know another, you know I was a big AI fan, I was a Sixers fan. But you know at this point, the team he went to the finals with, like they know better than middle school players. Like it's gotten to that point. <laughs> it's like it's like B. Austin <laughs> when he's talking about a player that's you know big and tall, like. Every week you hear him talk about him, his his height is gonna go up, and his weight, his height gonna go up by like three inches, and his weight gonna go up by like fifteen pounds. Like right now, <laughs> he might stack at eight foot nine, six hundred and forty pounds. But yeah, that, that's how it is. At this point, Iverson took a bunch of middle schoolers to the finals, and that's the only reason he did that. All right, because <laughs> he was tired of dragging these twelve year olds all-time <laughs> defensive rating team that he was on. Like, that team was, man, that team was right. perfect defensively, man. And, you know, and it was what it was. They took it as far as they could go. Coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but like he did people. it all, right? It was a good team. How the they, ran into, they ran into an all-time team. <laughs> Period. Right. <laughs> and the Lakers dodged a bullet, too, man, because that, that whole, what, Kawhi was going to play off the ball and, and be LeBron's little brother. Like in what scenario does does that work out, and why would you spend cap space on Kawhi if you're not going to use him to the highest, you know what I mean, highest yeah. highest point of, of of what he can do? So it, it made no sense anyway. So it, it's better that it works out this way that they could fill out that roster. So yeah, I, I don't get that. You you guys, I'm, I'm surprised about Jimmy. I, I still can't believe Jimmy did that. Jimmy Hollywood now wants to play in Miami. Didn't decide to Philly. I'm disappointed, dog. Because he's impressed with how they treated Dwayne Wade during his retirement tour. What? Come on, Jimmy. Like, seriously? I, like, yeah, the move to me, it, it tells you, I don't know, it just makes you, I mean, unless he's that good and he was thinking that the Sixers was holding us back from knowing what he really is. Other than that, like, the way he talks, like this, this didn't line up with the way that he talks. You know, what I'm saying it's all about winning and that. Now, you know, if they end up pulling off a deal and they get Westbrook, you know, they might be formidable in the East. But they got to give up so much to get him with the contract that he has. Like, yeah, I didn't really understand it. And yeah. if you were like on his social media, you gotta 
knew before they announced it that he was going to do it because he was just openly talking to Dwayne Wade like, yeah, when I, you know, once I get down there, once I get a contract done, we can do this and do. That. I'm like, damn, he just said that. Like he ain't got no, <laughs> ain't nothing, no, no Kawhi Leonard in him. Like <laughs> he like whoever saw my Twitter that they know where I'm going. But yeah, that was right. a weird, weird move for me. Made no sense. I, I know I got to get out of here. I know y'all got short time, but just to end it, man. This the other thing. Okay, jur- so-called journalists. We really need to say TV personalities because this is not journalism for yeah. the most part. So most folks don't know the difference between a leak and a source. Not knocking them, just saying it's hard to you know it's hard to distinguish between the two. But if you got a show tomorrow at 3 p.m. And you know you need something, some little meat. You call an agent, you call in friends mm-hmm. of agents, you call in the whole basketball underground circuit, and man, you are gonna roll with the best story you got because why? Right. And most you of them are telling you what they cycle. think, not what they know. <laughs> They're giving you their right. opinion. I think this is right. the best deal. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Though, yeah, not, so a lot it's of times you got agents better. manipulating mm-hmm. and and sourcing out stuff that they want to be said. Right. And, you know, framing things in a way that they want it to be framed. Because when it comes down to it, when the deal is for real, as we've seen with pressing them, we ain't hear a, a mumbling word about that Paul George thing. Why? Because right. you ain't leaking right. nothing about that. You need that. Man, he was hitting refresh like we hit refresh on Nike when we trying to get something new that just came out. <laughs> like, Sam pressing them wasn't letting nothing out. Biggest deal yeah, of the summer, we ain't hear a word. Source sound, makes you sound more important than leak. My sources said, you know, yeah, let people know. I got, you know, I got numbers in my Rolodex. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith won't ever let us forget. And he probably got a bunch of numbers from cats that left the league in the 90s, but he's still going to roll with that. <laughs> All right, guys, man, and people's usual. cousins, uncles, and nephews, too. Oh, right, That's right, the other part. Right. Source sounds way more dressed up than saying, yeah, man, his nephew told me this, and I cashed after mm-hmm. my Honda. You know what I mean? Sound a lot different, like but yeah, y'all hold that journey, man. <laughs> At these little conferences we go to, we, we met a lot of people that you know that everybody would know, and we got their numbers. But there ain't nobody telling us nothing because they don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why we don't we be on here fronting like, yeah, our sources told us. Like, ain't nobody tell you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but they got That's a show crazy. to do tomorrow, big dog. That's the way it goes. No doubt. But y'all hold it down, man. All right, man. Thanks for your call as usual, man. We wrap to you. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yeah, man. My, my sources said that um, <laughs> we're on the grind about to get skipped. <laughs> That's what sources told Yo, me. Man, I think we. I, I think we should just start making some official looking like memes. Just say our sources say and just make up complete BS. Like the what's the site um that just makes up fake ass quotes. I'll be dying every time I read one. Oh, it's yeah. They what make is, up fake quotes. No, yeah, their no, page is called Hank, make Hank, Hank, like Hank Time or something. Yeah. Yo, shout out to whoever y'all are. Uh, I think it's called Hank Time or Clutch Time or something, but I know their pages. They just make, make up quotes. No, people Definitely read them and, and, and go report them. And they be sharing them. them. And don't even be realizing how outlandish it sounds. Like, this dude a coward. He wouldn't even say nothing like this out loud. Like, you gotta consider the source sometimes. Like, it's coward ain't gonna say nothing. No, like it's like it's like now, like now they, they put out some Stephen Jackson. Quotes, real. You might have to think like, all right, this could be real. <laughs> Yo, some people just send you an article like peep it is in an onion article. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
it's crazy the world that we live in, man. Because you can just do that stuff, and there's no consequences for it. Like they get more attention for it. Yeah, we about to start telling y'all what Yo, our it, sources. It's, it's so crazy because I've literally read headlines and thought one thing, and then read the article, and it says nothing of what the headline says. Yeah, and even like after everything that happens, like all of these stories start to come out. It's like people making stuff up. Like two days ago, y'all didn't, y'all, you know, y'all had no clue that Paul George asked to be traded and he was going to get traded. Now all the stories, Paul George and Russell Westbrook didn't get along and this and that. Meanwhile, these two dudes on <laughs> social media still yucking it up. Like, I love you, Brody. I love you, Brody. Like, and but we're just making up stories over here because people believe them, and you know, people want that narrative to continue about Russ. Nobody wants to play with Russ. Dude, sign with Russ. He just saw a better, a better opportunity. He wanted to go home. He didn't really want to be in OKC. He just didn't want to, you know, I think he didn't want to be on the LeBron legacy schedule. And he probably never even thought about the Clippers, especially by himself. He's like, whoa, Kawhi going and he want me to go? Bet. <laughs> Let's go home. So that, that was crazy, though, how we reading all these stories, how him and Westbrook was beefing. But if you look at their Twitter feeds, like they like had they just making gay love on the internet. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's hilarious, man. So yeah. <laughs> it, uh, um, what you gonna do? I mean, we could just mention something real quick. I, just, I definitely want to mention this. Yeah. You know, your man Lamar Odom is um after one game, and I think he scored like two points. He's been deactivated for the season. For the big three, but it's not just Lamar. Everybody's, you know, he's just the biggest name because of the problems he had. But uh, Jermaine O'Neal, Bonzi Wells, and Baron Davis as well were deactivated. They said for competitive reasons, not yeah. due to any off-court issues. That's crazy because I thought Baron Davis was going to be a terror in this league. Yeah. But they said um, Lamar, he basically his his repre- his representation just said he 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 not ready for a comeback. Um, the increased level of competition, you know, he he just wasn't ready for it. Like you think because you used to yep. play at a high level that you're ready, and then they went in there and realized that the big three. Yo, you know Joe. who is ready for it? You know <laughs> who is ready for it? Joe Johnson. <laughs> I so Joe, Joe Johnson out there looking like his name, his name Kobe Bryant James. Like, yeah, he all three of them. Like, all he out there cooking. <laughs> He is you know, Joe always had game. Always thought he that when contract. When did he retire? It's kind of a cheat code though, because he retired not too long ago, didn't he? Like when did he retire? Right. But even when he retired though, he wasn't really getting minutes like that in the league anymore. And it's weird. Yeah, but he still was in shape there, though. Show you, like I still got it, cause <laughs> I still got it. Yeah. So yeah, right. Joe. Joe always was like that though. He was a great isolation player. <laughs> Nobody could really guard you. <laughs> he just didn't. Oh, was he one of the dudes? Like his mentality just wasn't straight up dog. Because they, there were some times like Joe get the ball, he gonna ISO you up, he gonna embarrass you. But then you know he'll come back down, and then he giving that thing to somebody else. He ain't had that just straight up Uzi <laughs> pit bull in him. Yeah. That probably would have done. You know, he probably would have done him some yeah, good. He, he, type of game yeah, he didn't have. He didn't have a. Um, he didn't have a big. He was like a little Uzi, nice vertical. 
Listen, um, some quick birthday shout outs, man, and then we can go right back into these NBA topics because we, we still got a, a lot to talk about and a little bit of time left. So um, I'm going to give a birthday shout out to uh, former Washington professional football team tight end Chris Cooley. He turns 37 years old. Um, Andre Johnson, Joe Johnson's twin brother. Um, that's not true, but look at him. And look at their name. <laughs> How is it possible to put in a resemblance that, that strong <laughs> with those names and not be related? Not be related. It's crazy. Um, the shout out to Andre Johnson. He's 38. Rod the God Strickland, the point guard. He's 53 years old. And shout out the to Leon in the <laughs> former heavyweight champion Leon Spinks. Well, still ain't got no teeth. Yo. Yo, shout out to uh, shout out to PJ. I remember we were young boys, and this is how much of an NBA hit. We used to tape games on the VHS tape, and there was a game back when, you know, Magic Johnson has literally gotten to do everything in the NBA. But there was a time he was commentating, and he was like, he was going off about Strickland. He said, Rod Strickland is the best guard in the NBA to make things happen. And I'm like, what kind of animal is that? Like, what does that even mean? Ah, Magic was terrible. <laughs> Magic got a chance to be a commentator. He got a talk show. He got part ownership of a team. He got a chance to be a coach. He got to come back. He got to be president of a team. Like, but yo, think about I'm it. You, boy, playing, Magic was terrible at everything basketball related. He was great <laughs> as a player and great as a businessman. But everything terrible else basketball related, coaching. Yo, I forgot. I forgot GM, the studio gig. Let me get an studio gig. Bill Simmons. Studio host. Magic was terrible at all of that stuff. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Magic to keep trying, though. Like, he has the ownership. He gets a chance to do everything. He got a chance to do everything. Shout out to him for, like, keep trying. Like, he's going to find a way to get him a basketball check that's not related to playing, though. That's the thing, though. The fact that he's Magic, and he's used the fact that he's Magic to take him along. He, he He's gotten any basketball gig that he's wanted. Because people just assume he's magic, so he got to know what he's doing, and then he keeps proving that he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's magic. If he wants to come back and get another Yo. gig, because he, he's magic. <laughs> and real quick, though, Casey Max says Joe Johnson and Andre Johnson are actually born in the same year, so his opinion is Papa was a stone. Uh-huh. So they, they what do they call them? Project twins? Ghetto twins? Something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pop hat, uh, <laughs> He knock up two chicks in the same year. You having two kids? Yo, <laughs> All right, um. Yo, So let's yeah, let's, let's get back into the, Yeah, let's right, get back cool. into that real quick before we do. Y'all yeah, can check out the website warroomsports.com. Call in if you want to rap to us about some NBA stuff. We got a few minutes left. Uh, you can do that on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline three two three four one zero 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 one two. Just press one when prompted. If you already listen from your phone. Press one if you want to talk. And if you've already no followed at us and for some reason want to get back, you're going to have to hang up and then come on and press one again because. Yeah, we ain't got that much time to take more calls. <laughs> though, but that being said, uh, the NBA rap is definitely brought to you by Digital Stream Technologies. If you have a Wix site, stop. Wix sites are only built for ladies of the evening. Um, but with that being said, if you want a custom built website, what you got to do is go to Digital Extreme Technologies. 
No need to break the bank for an effective online presence. You can get a website at digitalextremetech.com or you can call 27205-4203. Tell them you heard about it on the War Room and get you a custom-built website. Salute to Digital Extreme Tech for their support of the War Room. But it is time to talk about this thing of ours. You deserve more for your for your business. You deserve more. <laughs> this booty, aka Russell Westbrook, supposedly wants out of OKC now. Um, I like how they're framing it though. They're not saying wanting out. They're saying he's open to being moved. He welcomes because, it. Um, yeah, he welcomes the opportunity to play somewhere. Could <laughs> be trash now. Uh, <laughs> He, they say they want him to still be beloved in that city, which he will anyway, because he signed back when he didn't have to. But um, where did Jim, I even saw a report that go? said he wanted out before Paul George even. Yeah, had. I saw that too. I saw that. Like, so my question, source, is, I have two questions actually. Where do you think he will go, and where do you think he should go? Uh, he all right. Let's let's start it off general and broad definitely should go east that you know the west is a gauntlet um you know we had the east have some teams that were growing last season if he can get somewhere um he would probably help make somebody one of those team names that you can say with milwaukee and philadelphia if he goes east um for you big market cats jimmy like yourself Chicago could be a good move. Um, maybe get their, you know, get their name back up a little bit. Miami, he'd be down there teamed up with Jimmy Butler. That's two. That's another one of those things where it's two players that that kind of need the ball. Jimmy kind of showed you that he's better with the ball, but didn't necessarily need the ball to be effective. So that could possibly work as well. Um, New York for the fact that they got burned again in this whole free agency thing. Um, two months ago, they were cocky. You know, they, they knew they were getting uh, Zion, KD, and Kyrie. You know, they ended up with three power forwards that you could pay the, the mid-level exception to. Um, <laughs> I don't, there, there's a lot of places. Now I'm here in Detroit. You could put him with Blake and Drummond, and that could be a team that could possibly – Challenge for the East, barring Blake Griffin doesn't be Blake Griffin and get hurt and miss important games of the season. So, so those are the places he could go. The East is the place he should go. I say the best fit for him probably would be that Detroit situation. So. Mm. With the question you're asking, I'm going to tell you my answer by saying this is probably what I don't want to see as a Sixer fan. So that's probably yeah. the best place. I don't want to see him go to Detroit. <laughs> that would be a little bit scary for me. Mm. Okay. It's New York. I saw you and uh, Hank. We get to see Westbrook. I saw you more. and Hank having a debate. Um, in the group chat, because <laughs> Hank was like, "I, I want to see him go to Detroit. So he could be tested." He was like, "I don't want hey, no test. Like, I don't need no test." <laughs> Kawhi just won a chip with with Joel Embiid being sick for two or three games. Uh, Clay having a torn knee. 
KD having a, a a torn Achilles. I don't need no test. I, I'm, I'm I'm out of school. I don't need no test. <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest road possible. <laughs> yeah, I ain't about all because in a couple of years nobody remembers all that nonsense anyway. Right. He beat the Sixers. They beat the Bucks, and they beat the 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 Golden yeah. State Warriors. They're gonna be some hating yeah. ass basketball purists, but you have to know, like, man, uh, watch right <laughs> Pretty much. So my question is, do you think he'll be moved before the season starts, or do you think there's something that's gonna happen in the course of the season? Uh, you kind of think at this point that it could happen before the season starts, just because the noise has started so early and they have time to do it. Um. I haven't looked enough into it because, you know, sometimes there's benefits to certain teams for waiting until the season starts, waiting for the deadline and stuff like that. I haven't gone deep enough into it to see if there were any benefits like that. So without any of that knowledge in mind, I would think that it would happen prior to the season starting, um, which would allow OKC even more time to be garbage (laughs) and have a great pick of their own in addition to, you know, all of the picks that they got from from the uh Paul George trade moving forward. So yeah. you know, get rid of get rid of Brody now. Don't even sniff for a playoff spot. Essentially tank. <laughs> get you a pick somewhere in the top five, top ten, along with, you know, the pick that they've given up. So yeah. Time to rebuild. Destroy and rebuild. Okay. Okay. Speaking of that's kind of Lakers. That's the, 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 the oh, he, my man scheduled to make at the end of his last year that contract something ridiculous like forty five million. Forty five, forty seven, something crazy like that. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so talk about the Lakers though, right? So, yes, sir. So the Lakers made a bunch of roster moves. We talked about it a little bit earlier in terms of adding Boogie, um, adding some adding some, a lot of couple a couple veterans there. Um, you know, uh with Kuzma. AD and LeBron being the only people in place, they kind of filled the roster out. And some people are saying that this is the best lineup, you know, I've heard this, that LeBron has ever played with. Um, you know, I just was having a – well, not really a debate because I wasn't arguing it. I was reading it because I was like, I got to think – I put some to that because I got to see who was on that Miami team. I don't remember. I just remember the big three. Um, right. Well, you, and I remember you know Mike for me. Miller and because I've been talking about the potential of that boogie move for just three and a half million dollars. That that move has so much potential. So, of course, you know, they added boogie. Um, Rondo's back. Uh, you got Alex Caruso. You got Kuzma. You got mm-hmm. Danny Green. You got KCP. They got JaVale McGee back in the flow. Um, Quinn Cook. They got Elmer Fudd. I mean, um, Jerry Dudley. Um <laughs> You know, a couple of young guys to to um, fill out the roster. And Avery, Avery Bradley. So he's another one that made me yeah, think, like, defensively, you know, they have some great individual defenders that they could get the chemistry and play. You know, these guys can make them play great team defense. The Lakers can be formidable on both sides of the court. Um, so I, yeah. I really like what they right. did, considering the fact that, Kawhi and his, you know, his quietness kind of burned the Lakers. Like we talked about earlier, like they sat around waiting for dude and all of the free agents were getting snatched off the board. So 
I, I give them a, a, a very good grade for being able to get some good players from what was left because there were some people in here that people didn't even think about because you looked at them on an individual basis. Like, oh, dude's not that good. But then when you pair him with the other people on the team, you're like, that's a pretty good pickup for what they're going to do. JaVale McGee is a pretty good, you know, to get him back, that's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Rondo, depending on which Rondo you're going to get, Avery Bradley is a great pickup. You know what I'm saying? Two years ago, people were looking at him as a burgeoning star. I don't know if that's going to happen, but he's definitely a solid pickup. Yeah, but, you know, I I do. And Rondo, last time that um, Rondo, uh, AD, and Boogie played the game, they were the playoff team. They were the playoffs. Um, For the first yeah. time. In but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it'll be interesting, man. There's a lot of pressure on Vogel now. Um, I do. I actually, I, I kind of prefer this to still. I'm not gonna front and say I didn't want Kawhi. I wanted Kawhi to go to set people off, like, because the NBA thrives on bad guys. But it doesn't matter. You're still a bad guy. <laughs> just having LeBron. Um. And, and but now, like Paul George has become somewhat of a bad guy, because uh, right. he went from being a hero to a bad guy because he like you know it's kind of like a the so pity party in a smaller market. He chose a smaller market. They were like, oh look at him, he's a hero. He's willing to play this hero, and he right. basically that's a wage. So now he's a bad guy. But um, thanks for the money. But you <laughs> you mentioned how good the team could be on defense, right? So speaking of that. All the other people are saying, and this is hashtag sources, that LeBron is going to start at point guard this season. First of all, do you think there's any truth to that? And second of all, how is that going to work out on defense? Um, I think there is truth to it. I think they're trying to – I mean, because LeBron plays – he's a de facto point guard on all of his teams anyway. I think they're just kind of making it official and – letting you know that they're doing everything to somehow space himself and, and Anthony Davis on the floor. But, yeah, like, defensively, I don't know about that. Like, because people had those questions about Ben Simmons. But ben Simmons has proven, but he has young legs, too. He's kind of proven he can stay with some of these smaller point guards when he's put on them. LeBron he's basically done with defense. Like, you're in your 17th year. Like, I don't might do that no more. <laughs> and they don't – I'm not going to say they don't need him to play defense. They definitely need him to play defense. But they don't expect it. They're probably not overly encouraging it because they need him to be fresh in other facets of the game and throughout the whole season. So they're not going to want him to dog himself defensively. So that's why these reports – are crazy to me unless they're just going to like name him the official point guard, but then on the defensive side of the ball, he's going to guard somebody else. But that still leaves holes because if you're starting him at the point guard, that you're going to have a really big lineup. Um, yeah. You'll have probably Danny green in the lineup who you can probably toss him on a point guard, but now who's guarding the shooting guard? Cause it ain't Kuzma. It ain't really LeBron. So I, I think, making him the point guard and not having an actual point guard on the floor. Cause a lot of teams do that drama run the point guard, but there'll be an actual point guard on the floor to guard other point guards and all that kind of stuff. I think this could hurt them a little bit defensively. Yeah. And that, that was my point. Like everything sounds cool on offense, 
and it, it, it's funny because I was having a conversation with people, and I'm like, y'all, like the offensive are cool, but no one talks about the defensive part of that. Like, there's another facet on, to this man. game. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So that, that that's my whole thing. Like, what does that mean defensively? So, you know, um, yeah, man. So we'll see. I mean, everybody's basically pegging Lakers and Clippers. Of, of being in the Western Conference Finals. And I know that me and you already talked a little bit about how that's what we see, you know. Um, um, Scott, you know, he asked where Tyson Chandler went. Um, I believe Tyson Chandler is still in the market. He's kind of being eyed by Houston right now. Um, I wonder if that's just debt or <laughs> they or they got something in the works that's going to be getting Capella up out of there. But people are not going to really want to take that contract on either. We shall see. But, yeah, he's still out there. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, so, yeah, um, man, so, um, so, so we talked <laughs> about the Lakers and everything, man. It's almost time for us to get out of here. But before we get out of here, um, I want to ask you one quick thing, right? So I told you my sleeper team is the Pelicans or whatever. And when you look in the Eastern Conference, right, so the Sixers right now is the Sixers – and um, will be kind of the Sixers and Bucks. Are there any teams out east that you think will be surprising next season outside of the Sixers and Bucks? So should we be locked in them right now for the Western Conference Finals? Ah, you know me. I'm never a lock-in type guy. Um, I still want to say, like, I want to I want to mention Boston. I don't think they are what they were. Um, you lose Kyrie and Horford and you bring in like another Kyrie. That's another thing. People talk about Kemba as if he's different somehow from Kyrie. Kemba's a dribbling dude. Kemba's a gunning dude. Um, people just happen to like him because he, I guess he doesn't have the same personality as a Kyrie Irving, but I don't really see that as an upgrade for them. Um, it, it all depends on what the youngsters do. They crowned the dude last year. Maybe it's finally his time. Um, Tatum, so they're the they're the iffy team for me. They were the team that was, that was supposed to run off like and dominate the East for the next eight years. Now we're talking about can they get back in the mix? It depends on these young players that we touted before. <laughs> they got they got they got Taco Fall, my man Red Sleeve Rose. So we'll see. But um, I was asking you that question because uh, James, um, or it depends on how you can. I heard people say Enos and some people say Ennis, but however you want to pronounce it. Um, but if, if you say Ennis, I'll say pause. But anyway, <laughs> he said uh, Kawhi is gone, so we're going to walk to the finals in the East. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to know if you felt that, that or whatever, like, you know. That doesn't mean the Sixers are done. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're done. You got backup. You got backup talking smack. That doesn't mean they're done. Like, he's the dude. Like, you're not even required. Like, first of all, you can't cash that check. You're not even required to cash that check. You're not even the dude they asked to drive that check to the bank. So why are you talking like this? And I like him. That's like, like, I, I like, like what he gave us on the bench. Like a, Come on. And that is it's our like when you were a young boy. You go, that's like a young boy when you go to your, run your cousin way. He'd be like, my cousin will knock you out. He got you in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. You had no idea what's going on. Right. Like, you pull up. I'm going to knock who? Yeah, I ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> you pull up, somebody got their shirt off ready to rumble you. Like, well, I, I came to play football <laughs> on my <dude." laughs> 
thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing and a warm shot. Everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, the chat, all the calls and calls got through. We appreciate those you can get to. We apologize to the next week, live right there or on demand. As we catch you up on everything happening around the world of sports. So until then, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Saturday next week. And we'll see you right back here next time. Catch everything we do, all of our social media links, our blogs, webcasts, podcasts, everything in the hub, which is warofsports.com. Pick up my book at sportsthebook.com or at the hub of warofsports.com. So until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the world against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. My young boys in the hood just got to fight you with me. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.